0: Parenting is the easiest thing in the world to have an opinion about but the hardest thing to do Uh, Don't you wish the hospital sent a manual with your baby? Well, I certainly did. Hi I'm dr. Rahat and I welcome you to the secret society called parenting Wherein you might have an awful experience, but you are not allowed to talk about it ever Guess what? I'm here to let you in on all the secrets. I'm a physician mom of two parenting coach and host of Dr. Mommy Speaks Parenting podcast, which was recently ranked 11th in the top parenting podcasts of 2020 worldwide. I have come up with an all exclusive video series on the Graphy app. Now, this course sums up the most common problems of pregnancy, labor and problems that you will encounter while raising kids. This course has exhaustive content in video form addressing behavioral issues of toddlers, tweens and teenagers, which is a result of months of research and experience. I made this graphie for moms-to-be who are struggling with their pregnancy or breastfeeding and for parents who are tired of their kids' behaviors like slamming doors, yelling or throwing things. In this graphic. You will learn modern parenting trends with examples that are practical and easy to implement. This will help you handle problems like sibling fights, dealing with screen time, and disciplining your child without yelling or spanking. I will also show you how you can handle your teen's defiance or how to make your child eat his food and enjoy it without any screens. I believe that parenting should not be learned on the job. Now, understanding your young child's behavior will make parenting so much easier than we perceive it to be. So, are you ready to parent your child better? Head to my graphy right away. You will find the link in the show notes below. The best part is the course can be downloaded and seen as and when you want at your own convenience. So, this is the last episode of 2020. And as I record this, I am hoping for a better 2021. As if things are going to come back to normal and COVID-19 and all its mutating strains will suddenly cease to exist the moment clock strikes 12. (laughs) Nevertheless, the world is hope, thriving on hope. To end this year on a happy note, today we will be having a heart-to-heart talk from one parent to another and that is about important life lessons that I was taught too late as a kid. I want you to ask yourself a question. What does raising kids mean? Providing a roof over their heads, food on the table and an education that can empower them to become independent in the future. Now this definition of raising kids was fine and even perfect until the late 2000s. All 90s kids would agree that this is the way we were raised and we turned out great. I'd say kick ass. But after having turned into parents, this same methodology doesn't seem to work. Was the plan at fault? No. But the times have changed now. The level of care and love. The extent of affection and intrusion into a child's space that was enough and acceptable in the past now seems overwhelming to our kids, doesn't it? I realized parenting isn't what it was during the good old days. It was definitely easier back then. Remember how you used to be out half the time, playing and running around in dirt? But in today's times, I cannot imagine leaving my child outside, playing like that, all stress-free. I am always hovering over him wondering is he safe, is he going to have a fall. And the primary reason for this is there weren't any pedophiles lurking in the form of teachers at school. Ice cream sellers actually sold ice cream and not drugs. And video games were fun and kids didn't end up doing suicide for the sake of it in our times. So here's parenting in a nutshell for the modern new age couples. The uh, first thing I found was that today's kids have a deep-seated sense of entitlement in them. Previously, kids were thankful to their parents for providing a roof over their heads for funding their college and helping them establish themselves in the fast life. Research suggests kids nowadays have a deep-seated sense of entitlement. They feel that the parents provide for them because they are supposed to. Now, this in turn leads to an ungrateful attitude towards any and everything that the parents do. And mind you, providing for a family in today's times is no easy task. The economic crisis that the world is struck with only seems to rise at an exponential rate. The worst affected are the middle and the lower class people who struggle to make ends meet. Now, imagine. You work so hard to give your kids a life that's better than what you had, but your actions are always met with statements like, it's your job dad, you're supposed to provide for me. That would hurt, right? Another weed that is the result of this sentiment is being dissatisfied with what you have. It's all a vicious cycle and it needs to be cut at the roots. So what can we do about this? Here's how you can save your children from this grim situation. First, start by living a minimalist life. Kids don't know about all the bounties of this world. They're happy even if they're given one single toy. In fact, studies have suggested that kids who have fewer toys turn out to be more creative. Also, they learn to value things better. Next thing you could do is practice gratitude at home. Now I love to say this always, kids are great imitators and we can use this to our benefit every single time when we need to introduce something to our kids. So starting with a little prayer time, either during meals, as soon as the child gets up or during bedtime, we'll do wonders. Initially, just do it yourself. Make sure the child is watching. Do not force the child to come in and pray with you. Just let him observe. Thank God for each thing that he has provided you. And after a few days of doing it, ask your children to join in. You can ask them what they are thankful for. Make sure you give them an option of if they want to join in or not. Include them in your prayers and turn it into a family thing. By this way, you can avoid the sense of entitlement setting setting in in your child's life and help him value things better. The next thing I wish my parents had told me was that education is important, yes. But it's not everything. It's as great as a life lesson. Growing up, I often felt that the main aim of my parents was to help me stand on my feet. As if all their efforts were concentrated on this one task. We are taught that possessing a successful degree will help us achieve financial independence in life. Nothing wrong with that but in a bid to succeed, we completely forget the most important part of life. We need to like what we do. I'm sure many agree with me when I say not all of us get an option of pursuing a career that we like. Corporate jobs pay well. Being a doctor, an engineer or having a master's degree provides you with a fixed monthly income. Now, many startup business ideas have perished in coffee shops or during living room conversations with parents. And the sole reason for that has been because these are perceived as unconventional career choices. Why can't we be open to things like, I want to be a singer, I want to play tennis, or I want to be a chef? Why are career options stereotyped? What I want to do with my kids is to assert the importance of financial independence in their lives. But at the same time, I would also encourage them to chase their dreams because regrets are worse to live with. What can be done differently here is doing smart work. Get a degree along with doing what you like. If you want to be a singer or a businesswoman, then learn the deeds of it. Don't just wing it and be serious about it do let me know how you intend to emphasize the importance of doing what you like and not just building a career in your child's life now my parents have been absolutely strict when it came to sticking to timelines and being punctual we were always always on time And whenever we had to go for a picnic or something we used to be ready well in advance I always remember in my childhood both my mother and my father have stuck to timelines very well now I wish I really wish that they had taught me about this um, that time is an indispensable commodity and that it needs to be valued we've all heard this almost a million times in our life Maybe the reason we failed to understand this and imbibe it, it was because the way in which it was taught to us. Kids will not listen to you when you tell them you shouldn't waste time. Time is precious. But they will follow suit when they see their dad being punctual to his work. When mum turns up well in time to pick kids from school. That's the way I was taught about time. So tell me, what is time well spent according to you? Now the answer to this question will vary from person to person. What is it to you? For me, time well spent is the one with my dearest ones, with my kids, my family and friends. It's the moments spent in hard work for my personal and spiritual growth. It's the time spent in accomplishing my tasks of the day. And then in the night when I lay back and check my task list, I derive the ultimate pleasure from seeing all those green ticks. Are you also something similar like that? If I value these things in life, then alone my kids will learn to value time. Now, the teachings of parents, the principles for raising kids remain the same over the years. What needs to change is the way we implement, explain and imbibe them in our kids' lives. What are a few life lessons you wished you were taught earlier by your parents? I would love to hear them. That's it for today. Do subscribe to my podcast so you will be notified each time a new episode is online. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn as Dr. Mommy Speaks. Don't forget to like and review our podcast wherever you listen. It will help others to find this podcast. And you can visit our website drmommyspeaks.com forward slash podcast for all our show notes and any resources mentioned by me or my guests. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Until then, happy parenting!